Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Friday, October 2nd. This is uh, always the fun first Friday of the month. We are going to get a jobs report for the month of September. Right now, the consensus estimate is for, I don't know, eight or 900,000 jobs added during the month. The unemployment rate, it was 8.4% last month, maybe 8.3, maybe 8.2. Here's the big picture. It is clear that the, the pace of job creation is slowing down. Because remember, we had this humongous print of, you know, 4 million jobs and then a couple million and now down 1 million. Now it's under a million. So I think that job growth has slowed every month since June. Now we see where we go from here. It's going to be interesting time for the economy. And certainly we are waiting to see whether companies will get back on their feet. And as Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, has said, so, however, the virus goes, that's going to be the, the path of the economy. So we'll wait and see. Until then, you don't have to wait for anything. You can send us an email anytime, anyplace. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com so we can help you figure out how to manage your financial life. Kara writes, thanks to you and Mark for your financial hand of compassion during these difficult times. I listen to your podcast every morning. My husband is healthy at 71. I'm 56, tentatively retiring at the end of 2021 after 23 years in medicine. Wow. The finances for uh, my husband and me, no children or other dependents, is like this. The only debt, a 30-year refinanced, just recently refinanced mortgage, basically 3%, $340,000 on a house that's worth about 900000 We have no plans to move. Company retirement, it's through Fidelity. It's worth $1.65 million. I also have a pension. It will be worth $1.8 million. My company is a large nonprofit health plan. It's very stable. I can access the pension in January of 2024 when I'm at age 60, and there would be no penalty due to an early retirement program for which I qualify. That's great. Okay. Here's the question. I can roll it over into an IRA or take a 50% lump sum with lifelong monthly annuity of $4,500. I also have a brokerage account at TD Ameritrade worth $672,000. My HSA, $18,000. In savings, $70,000. I thought that would get me through part of the first year after retiring so I wouldn't have to use my investments. I plan to wait until 67 to claim Social Security. It will be $3,000 a month. I have not purchased long-term care insurance, although I have a worrisome and prevalent history of Alzheimer's in later years. Mom, her sister, their mom. Aww. I don't have any other funds for emergencies. My retirement budget fits well within the 4% rule. So um, the 4% rule basically means that you can withdraw a certain percentage of your portfolio and not run out of money. So it used to be a rule of thumb, 4%. As Mark knows, I'm such a wimp. I usually like to pick three and a half, maybe 3%. Okay. But 
that's neither here nor there. She's fine money-wise. Okay, I feel pretty secure in my financial future. I do not plan to work after retirement. So I think two big questions. One is the pension. So it can be rolled over into the IRA, but only 50% gets rolled over. The rest, the monthly aspect, the 4500 a month, I don't know. I would like to know what the full pension amount is. It simply doubles. Is it, do you get nine grand a month? And that would be that. It's a large nonprofit health plan and it is very stable. Mark, you know, I want that pension, I think. What are you, are you rooting for the pension or not? Yeah, I like a guaranteed payment also. I mean, the, the part of this question that made me feel a little bit more um, enthusiastic is when you said it's a large nonprofit health plan that's very stable. Meaning if you were working for a, a shaky organization and you weren't sure about whether they were going to be able to live by their pension promises, I might feel differently. Or if you didn't have any other money, you know, you do have other money. You have this brokerage account you know, I don't know, like I'm kind of going back and forth a little bit anyway. And you also have your company retirement. So you've got 1.65 that's yours, 672 that's yours. And then this other pension, you know what? I'm taking the full pension. I want the full pension, I think. All right. And that would be a paycheck independent of the market for the rest of your life. All right. Question two, any reason to use the pension to pay off the mortgage? Then I would be debt free. Eh, no, I don't think so. I don't think you need to pay off the mortgage. I would just keep that because the pension's going to be taxable. You're going to be in a high tax bracket. I would keep your money. I think that's fine. Um, Linda writes, I'm a brand new listener and I wanted to run my scenario by, by the way, brand new listeners. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Could you tell all your friends about us? We want as many brand new people as possible. Okay. Linda wants to know if they're on track to retire in three years. I've run a lot of calculators and I come up with different results. That's maddening. I know. I'm never quite sure how to incorporate social security into the mix. We have a 50-50 portfolio, including our cash reserves as part of the bond side. My husband and I are both almost 58. We are both in sales, so our income is variable. We have a combined income of about $200,000. We fully fund our Roths when we are eligible as well as 401ks. That's great. We would like to plan on spending around $110,000 a year. Are we on track to make this happen? What would you do differently? Uh, we would like to delay tapping Social Security to get the maximum benefits. We're only planning on 75% of the benefits based on the underfunding problem. Eh, I don't know about that. That's, that's very conservative. That's fine. Okay. Here is what they got. They have $1.3 million in IRAs. 150 grand in 401ks, 122,000 in Roths, taxable investments, 620, cash, 260, and some equity in their house. Are they going to make it? Uh, 1.6, it's six, it's 2.2 million. Okay, so let's just, let's run the numbers here for you. So gang, $2.2 million. How much can you reasonably generate from that? I would say somewhere like 65 to 70 grand a year. So I think it works because remember part, a big chunk of their retirement, their IRAs and their 401ks haven't been taxed yet. So if I said 65 or 70, but some of that is taxable, right? Uh, then we really don't get that. We get more like 50. But I think if I add your two social security checks onto it, then you make it. It's good, but it's not a slam dunk. That's what I would say. 
you're in good shape. I would tell you that obviously what is the variable that you can really control? It's how long you work. So the longer you work, the better these numbers work. It looks close, but good. Isn't it weird, Mark? You can have $2.2 million, right? And not feel like you're hitting a home run. It's amazing. This is a fabulous way to begin this message. Richard writes, I just found your podcast while searching for my favorite football podcast. Woohoo! All right. Sorry. I like to be associated with sports. That's awesome. And next, Richard signed up for my newsletter. That's so great. You can do that also, by the way, if you're listening, jalonmoney.com, the newsletter, it's free, comes out every Friday. Okay. Richard says, here is an esoteric question I'm hoping that will hook you into at least reading my message. (laughs) My only parent inherited seven figures in 2008. I invested it all in Vanguard stock and bond index funds. In the summer of 2009, we let it ride. 2011, we chose an average cost basis. Ever since, Vanguard splits basis into pre and post 2011 portions with pre stuck at 2009. Sadly, my parent passed away this January. I inherited it at a step up in cost basis. However, Vanguard still only shows split basis. Vanguard says, speak to your tax advisor. I'd like to reallocate 15% stock to bond at a stepped up basis. CPA, CFP, Vanguard, all zero help telling me how to do this without big tax hit. I almost want to sell everything. Can I help you? No. If you're, <laughs> I'm, I think a CPA can't help you do this. I have a feel, wait a second. So here's what Mark and I don't understand. We are looking at your situation and maybe we're, we're not seeing this, but why are you not getting all of the money with a step up in cost basis? That's what I don't get. I wish I could help you. I'm not sure I can. Or Mark says you need a new CPA. Okay. Barbara is 70 years old, 350,000 in a thrift savings plan. Uh, don't need the money to live on at this time. 12 grandchildren. Oh my God. Three living adult children at age 72. When I'm required to take a percentage, what shall I do with it? You don't need any of it. Take the money and you can reinvest it in a, in a, you know, sort of a similar account. You could reinvest it and you know, as you get older, not now, you could start giving it away, but I don't know, reinvest it if you don't need it. That's great. Catherine writes, I started listening to your podcast recently. I love the straightforward advice you give. Get ready, Catherine. It's coming right at you now. Catherine continues, I'm 37 and recently moved in with my partner. So I've got some extra savings. I'm not sure what to do with it. I make 72 grand a year. I put six and a half percent in my pension fund, which is matched fully by my employer. Up till now, I put another 2% into a Roth IRA, figuring that got me up to about 15%, which is often recommended for retirement savings. Hard to predict what the pension will pay until you're about to retire. Projection would be about four grand a month. That's awesome. Social security projected three grand a month. Between the two, that would replace my income. But remember, some of that's taxable, so don't forget to factor that in, Catherine, okay? And the Roth IRA feels like gravy. Now I've got money, should I max it out? Meaning the Roth IRA, it's got 32 grand right now, be great to have tax-free income later on, but it might also be nice to draw on those savings before I'm 59 and a half. My partner and I just bought a house, but we like the idea of moving up to something nicer in 10 years or so. Am I crazy to think a pension and social security will be enough to live on in retirement? 
I feel like you're going to give me the real deal. Thanks so much, Jill. It's totally reasonable that you will have enough to live on. You control that. I'll tell you what's crazy. Moving up to something nicer in 10 years, that's the opposite. In 10 years, I want you to downsize. Stay where you are. Don't throw your money into a house. So that's the real deal there. And yes, max out the Roth IRA. That's what I would say. All right, that's it. That is our podcast for today. So this weekend, we are going to air an interview that I conducted with my pal, Jeff Bacalar, who is a genius about technology and culture and gaming and all these cool things. Uh, we taped the interview right at the beginning of the pandemic. So he, we were in a teeny tiny studio together. It's amazing we both didn't get sick from one another. That's this weekend. I'll tell you about the jobs numbers tomorrow morning. Until then, don't forget to wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, put your hands metaphorically on someone's back today. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.